0: on this week's episode of the simple Mishka podcast we talk about boundaries in christian dating there are a lot of things um that can be kind of like great in the area of christian dating like you're not really too sure there's some people you know they say oh you shouldn't be hugging or kissing or holding hands and there's some people that they think you know what it's fine like you're with your boyfriend or your girlfriend what's wrong with kissing or hugging and you know we kind of just go me and Brian kind of like just have a conversation it's just like two friends just having like a normal conversation and it's just like you guys are just getting to listen in on the conversation it was it was really really good and I really enjoyed it and I can't wait to like do part two of this episode with him but yeah like what are the boundaries that you need to set in Christian dating is it only that oh you shouldn't be having sex before marriage is that the only boundary is it that you like should you be kissing should you be holding hands should you be cuddling like um should you guys be living together before you get married things like that so i hope you guys enjoy this week's episode it's a really good one All right, so you guys, <laughs> welcome to another episode of the Simply Mishka podcast. It seems that we're doing a series right now, like that has to do with dating. Episode one was on online dating. I had two friends, um, Jonathan and Elizabeth Montes de Oca. They talked about how they met on Christian Mingle. And now that they're married and they have a son, um, they came all the way from Guatemala, and I had to catch them before they left and went back to Guatemala. And that episode was really good. But today, I have another guest with me, Brian Dicas um is that is it deacus or deacus deacus i've known him since middle school Well, kind of known him since middle school but like we were in the same <laughs> we were
1: aware of each other we were aware of each school. other's presence
0: <laughs> since middle school and so i've known him for a very very long time like he's like the brother that i've never had because i all I have all sisters <laughs> but yeah like for me like when i ha- need advice and i have no idea what i'm doing especially since i'm dating now like i just i'm like brian i don't know what to do like i just text him like i need advice and so today it's like <laughs> kind of like an episode where i'm just asking him for advice um one of the main things that um i need advice on and i'm sure a lot of people need advice and especially you just started dating is like what boundaries do you need in a relationship when it comes to like christian dating like i know we when we when we were part of uc fellowship they used to have all these stuff on dating like all the time like what are Mm -hmm. the boundaries what are things you should and shouldn't do but uh, one one thing i'm also realizing is like it's different for Everybody like Heather Lindsay, do you know Heather Lindsay and her husband? Yeah. Like for her, like they decided they wouldn't kiss or do anything. Yeah. But that's because like she was having before they were together, she was having like sex outside of marriage. And so I feel like for certain people that have already like had sex, like they're a lot stricter when it comes to like touching and kissing and stuff like that. But like for somebody that has never dated and has never kissed somebody, has never done anything, yeah, I feel like maybe they won't be as strict because it's like they've never experienced it. So they they won't be like, Oh, I'm not it's not like, oh, I'm going to fall into this temptation again. Well, that temptation was never there because I never had it. And I feel like that's where I am. Like, I've never done anything with anybody. yeah. And so, like, I have not a clue. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing.
1: Well, first and foremost, uh, praise God. That's a beautiful <laughs> thing. Um, yeah. And r- really quick, uh, just a disclaimer. I am, although we do have conversations about different topics, yeah. me and Mishka, I am not a professional by any chance. Yeah. I am not. I don't even consider myself to be a wise person. Mm. I am just living life day by day, uh, trying to do the best I can with each day, yeah. trying to uh, glorify God with my life. So that, I just want to say that. I'm not <laughs> like, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just a normal guy. Yes. You know, that's, that's all I but am. But it's nice
0: to get the guy perspective I, on things. I feel things. you. I yes. feel you. Because um, it's like, I don't have I, have, I have no clue. Like I always, either I'm asking Brian or I'm asking my friend Chris. But Chris lives all the way in California, so sometimes I can't catch him. He's in a different time zone. (laughs) But Brian is in the same time zone as me, so I can, like, text him, and that's easy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man, I mean, topics like that, man, again, it's when it comes to relationships, when it comes to boundaries, when it comes to past experience affecting Mm -hmm. where you're currently at, it's honestly, everything is kind of based on on an individual basis. Um, And it's really a spectrum. So there are some people who had a very... Uh, what term do you want to, use? They, had, they had a lot of sex, whatever it may be mm-hmm. in their past. And because of that, um, because of that, you know, they now are completely cold turkey, don't want to touch, no hold hands, mm-hmm. no kissing on the cheek, no mm-hmm. talking on the phone after nine, mm-hmm. nothing. And I understand that there's also some people who, because they've had sex in the past, um, the value of sex may be or not even the value of sex, but because they had sex in the past, Mm -hmm. they don't know how to determine attraction and love outside the context of having sex. Mm -hmm. So sex is almost like, that's how you, that's how I show that I love you. That's how I show that I like you. Mm -hmm. And that's how you show me and prove to me that you like me. Mm -hmm. So it's really a spectrum of experiences. uh, And it varies from individual to individual. Um, With me, um, or actually, what question? What do you ask? What do you because actually like since we're actually me?
0: talking about like that, like I was having a conversation mm-hmm. with one of my coworkers. Like he's like older than me. he's like fifty three, fifty four. Fifty
1: three, fifty four. And
0: um, <laughs> he's like a mentor to me. Like um, yeah. he's known me since when I first started working at where I work right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I started when I as soon as I graduated from UCF, I was twenty one, and he's known me since I was twenty one. Now I'm thirty. Yeah. And so I always ask him for advice, and like he was saying. Um, before you get married, you need to have sex with your your fiance or your boyfriend. Is he married? He's married and he has a kid. Um, and he's like, you need to know whether or not you're sexually compatible. Mm. And I'm thinking like, I'm like, I, I was like, no, I'm a Christian. I don't do that. He's like, well, you know, there are Christians out there that are having sex, so I don't see what the big deal is. And and for me, like, I just wouldn't be comfortable with that. I really don't. I don't see the need for me to have sex before marriage to see if I'm sexually compatible with my partner. I feel like, I feel like sex. For me, I think it's all about communication,
1: mm-hmm. and I feel
0: like if you can be honest with each other about the things that you like and you don't like, I feel yeah. like that could create a good experience. Mm-hmm. but I feel like if people are standoffish and they, they don't they can't they feel afraid to tell their partner like, well, this is what I like, this is what I don't like this mm-hmm. is I feel like that's when you're not sexually compatible, but that's just my opinion because I've never had sex before, so yeah. I don't really know. But I feel like if you want your man to do something and you know that that's what feels good, then tell him if he wants something and that's that's what feels good to him. Then why not tell him like you're there for each other? Why are you holding back or not saying anything? You're supposed to your partner is the person you're supposed to be honest with. And if you can't be honest with your partner, then I don't know. I don't know what. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why are you all together? Yeah. So I don't Um. know. Do you think that that's necessary? Like. Do you have to have sex with your fiancé before you get married in order to figure out if you're sexually compatible? And if you're not, because I feel like sometimes the first time is not always the best time. I think some people are like, oh, well, the first time was horrible. Then we're Mm -hmm. not sexually compatible. But sometimes you just got to, I don't know. I just feel like the first time, at least what I've heard is like, they, on TV, they make it seem like it's very perfect. But yeah. when, it, when it happens in real life, I don't think that, it's, that watched, it is. You ever
1: watch Love and Basketball? Yes. And you seen back like, he snuck in through the window after yeah. prom. They had the perfect <laughs> song play.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And it just
1: was so romantic. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's how it's supposed to be. Yes,
0: I don't think that's how it is at all. <laughs> like, they portray on, it on, on TV as if it's, like, this perfect experience. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think, in real life, I don't think it's a perfect experience. Yeah. But I don't know.
1: I mean, yeah, I think the... Well, for, one, for someone who's never had sex, who's never done anything physically intimate in that sense, or I don't want to say physically intimate, but for, anyone, for, no, for someone who's never practiced any type of sexual activity or whatnot, mm-hmm. I think that's uh, extremely wise of you to say, um, I think sex is all about communication mm-hmm. um, and it is all about uh, trying your best to please the other person in the party. Um, And then again, I would say as a believer, I'm going to say obviously in the context of marriage, Mm -hmm. um, sexual compatibility, I do think that's to a certain degree a thing, Mm -hmm. but I don't think it's a thing that makes or breaks a relationship. I don't think it's a thing that cannot be overcome, kind of like what you said. So for me, I'll say like this, man, I've always kind of just had the idea of intimacy itself being like a three leveled thing. So I believe like there's physical um intimate intimacy then there's mental intimacy then there's like spiritual intimacy and physical intimacy is like the lowest the lowest hanging fruit mm-hmm. that's the one that you just li- it's just a physical act She's we're doing do the physical act yep you're just doing the physical acts of intimacy mm-hmm. right and you two can be both physically good at sex but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that you guys are actual actually compatible yeah so I think there's a physical intimacy um which is the lowest hanging fruit and then there's a mental intimacy which is kind of like You guys uh, think the same. You guys have similar thought processes. But then there's a spiritual intimacy where it's like you guys, which is an accumulation of all of it. But it's like where you guys feel the same. Like when someone does something to you, I feel that pain. Right. Mm -hmm. Like when Jesus was uh, I'm sorry, when like Jesus was on the cross. Uh, jesus was suffering but it wasn't merely just jesus suffering god was suffering in Mm -hmm. that moment also Mm -hmm. so i believe there's like a three-pronged thing and if you focus on the spiritual aspect and the mental aspect i think the physical aspect is like it's going to be a natural thing Mm -hmm. how do you not enjoy sex if you truly love this person Mm -hmm. how could you not enjoy it yeah right like but this sexual compatibility thing i think that just comes from people and i can understand it too again like i'm not someone who's i'm not a virgin by the way i've had sex before in my Mm -hmm. past uh, that's not something I practice today, but it's something that I definitely have done. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what was I saying? I just forgot what I was you about to say.
0: You said that sexual compatibility is not. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I
1: think this idea of sexual compatibility is just coming from the idea of good experiences with sex versus bad experiences with sex. Um, and that can be true too. Like, you could have a bad experience with sex, but it doesn't necessarily mean that uh, you're, you two are sexually not compatible. It's just mm-hmm. like anything else in life. When you do anything, multiple times or whatever there's going to be good times you have it and there's going to be bad times no matter what's going on
0: and i think um from what i've noticed i feel like for guys they rather be with a girl that's never been with anybody and um for girls they would rather have a guy that has experience so girls would rather have a guy that has experience and for a guy would rather be with a girl that's never been with any other man I've, I, at least that's what I've noticed. It's like when <laughs> when they find out like a girl has never been with anybody, it's like oh my gosh, like she's gonna be the only girl that <laughs> yeah. like she's gonna be the only like I'm gonna be the only guy she's ever been with. Yeah. I feel like um, guys like that like to be the one and only, mm-hmm. and because um, it's like when there's a girl that's been with a whole bunch of people, it's like almost like her value is not the same to in his eyes versus yeah. like somebody that's never been with anybody. Like they have like separate values. I don't know. Like yeah. that's what I've noticed. Like when when I've when I've um, talked to different guys because I've been doing like online dating, and it seems like when I tell them, oh, I've never really, da- I've never dated anybody, or I've never had sex, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, there, there's still people that <laughs> there's still people like that. Oh my goodness, it's like it's almost like that's wow, funny. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's funny. I don't know if that's true. I mean, I think I think there's a there's a degree of it that's true. Um, men value chastity, so mm. we 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 desire our women to be uh to be chaste we 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 desire them to be uh at least at least for uh, like at least to the world we desire them to be kind of more the perception of pure you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying what's mine is mine and i don't want any other guy yes. having their hands on it i don't want anyone else yeah. taking what's mine i don't even want anyone else seeing what i yeah, see yeah. so we do like that idea um but at the same time a guy would you know also uh oh uh oh uh oh um at the same time we do um yeah essentially it's almost yeah, yeah i would say that i would just say that yeah i would agree to a certain extent um i, I would also say there is a maturing because again a part of that is prideful to mm-hmm. say that you're the only one that did it It's like a part of that is pride mm-hmm. um and as you grow at least for me as i've grown and matured I've gotten to a point where I don't even when I was dating, I wouldn't even ask girls about their sexual history mm-hmm. if, unless they openly wanted to just say, you know, tell me something about it or whatever. I wouldn't ask because I knew already that it would be a hindrance to me really getting to know this person. Mm-hmm. This person can have a, a traumatic sexual past or they could have been promiscuous in the past, but that doesn't take away from who they now are, especially if they're a believer. But regardless of their believer or not, that does not diminish their value as a human being. That doesn't mean that you cannot be compatible with this person that she's any less loving. So Mm -hmm. I've made a practice when I was dating. I would make a practice to just not even bring up sexual past because it doesn't matter. But there was a time where I did want to know, what's your body count? I would want to know know, like how many guys have you had sex with. I recently just
0: learned what that was. Oh, body count? Yes. like That (laughs) happened. um, One of my students (laughs) asked me that yeah like was it two years ago no or three years ago like my fifth year of teaching like one of my students just randomly asked what's your body count i didn't know what that was a student
1: ask you that you boys are brave (laughs) yes and he got
0: suspended for two days (laughs) good um yeah, like, I didn't know what that was. I'm like, why would you ask me what's my body count? Like, that's so yeah, disrespectful. That's like, funny. I don't care, like, how comfortable you are with me. You do yeah. not ask a teacher that's older than you. Yeah. Like, what you, like, you wouldn't ask one of the male teachers what's his body count. Why would yeah. you ask a female teacher that? And I feel yeah. like there's a difference. I don't even want to get that's into crazy. that right now. That, that, that's like, crazy. Like, the, the, some of the, that's why I'm very careful around my, my my the the boys, because mm. it's like, especially teenage boys, like, they, I don't know, like, I don't even want to hug them. Like, even if it's a hug, it's probably, like, a little side hug or something I like that. You. Like, some of these teenagers, but they're a little bit yeah. too much. Like, they always be yeah. like, oh, well, miss, do you have a boyfriend? Why did you have a boyfriend? Uh, yeah. isn't that what you be- Like, why is it any of your business? Can you yeah. mind your business? Yeah. Like,
1: I. Obviously, as, a, like, at one point, I was a substitute teacher. Mm-hmm. And I, that's nowhere near the same as being an actual yeah. teacher. But there were, you know, when I'm in, you know, some of these middle schools and high schools, and these girls are, like, you know. Looking at me side eyes or dressing a certain type of way, yes. I was the exact same way. Everyone got fist bumps. Mm-hmm. Everyone would just get fist. Just some of the guys. I'd be a little careful. bit more cooler with the guy because I'm a guy, so you know I'd be cooler with you know I'd be a little bit more uh, whatever with the guys because like you know it's a guy. But with yeah. the girls, I had to make you sure to you get you're fist bumps. Like I don't I, trust I these. Shows, I'm sorry. They would go
0: home to their parents and yep. say something completely yep. different. So I had to make it clear. Like, I, I don't even talk to students alone in my classroom. If I'm going to yep. talk to them, the bl- all the blinds are open, the door is open. Yeah, like I'm talking to them where <laughs> the camera can see everything yeah. because I do not play those games with these children. Yeah, I'm like not, I don't I'm care how much they seem like they're nice when they go home to their parents, they can tell they them can tell totally me different stories. Some story. crazy like, stuff. I don't their play parents those games, can take you know. it a certain
1: way. Their parents have past histories too. Yeah, and I remember when I was a I was you know like I said I was a substitute teacher. Mm-hmm. and I would you know substitute for all grades. I'd be in elementary schools, you know. They're just little kids. They're innocent. They don't know what's going on. But you know, even little innocent girls, second grade or third graders, running up to you and hugging your mm-hmm. legs and stuff. Yes. I'm like, yo, you gotta, yes. you gotta, you gotta, back you gotta, you gotta, yo, you gotta step aside a little bit. I can't have this. <laughs> I don't like how it looks. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel you. But really quick, I, I would say this though. I un like, it is natural for a man to a certain. It's natural for a man to want a girl who's not had sex, mm-hmm. right? It's natural for a man to desire that so i have no like i get it i get the idea mm-hmm. of it but i also think there is a level of maturity that you can get to to where you no longer i'm not gonna say you don't care but you freed yourself from that idea of saying that oh that that idea of perfection that prideful kind of idea saying that i only want this essentially you're saying i deserve a virgin while you're not even holding on to your own purity. It is yeah, it's kinda of like, like a double so, standard. So yeah, men want virgins so,
0: but they don't want to be virgins. But they themselves. don't want to
1: be virgins. So yeah. It's kind of, I, I personally believe like as you mature and you kinda of just live life more that you, you get to a point or you can get to a point to where mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say it doesn't matter, but it doesn't matter as much. Like if a girl told me that in her previous life she was a stripper and a prostitute, that probably <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'd probably be like, "All right, well, I don't know if we can do this." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I wouldn't even ask anymore. Like I'm at a point where I'm not gonna. I think ask. it's
0: important to ask because um, I want to bring this into the topic of soul ties. Good, because it's ideal if both parties are virgins when they get married because mm-hmm. that's wh- what God intended it to be. Mm-hmm. But we don't live in a perfect world, and that a lot of times that doesn't happen. But what people don't realize with sex, there there comes soul ties to so every single person that that person has been with. When you get married to them, they're mm-hmm. bringing all those people into your bedroom unless those soul tiles are broken. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. It's like sex is just not sex. Like it's a very, it's not just a physical act. It's a spiritual act. Mm-hmm. Because it's a covenant. They, It's a blood covenant. Because like um, back in the day, like they used to check the sheets to see whether or not the bride bled. To see like whether or not she was a virgin and whether or not the marriage was consummated. So it's like with God, when sex is had on a wedding night, that's considered a covenant before God that they are now one. Mm -hmm. And so when people are having sex with multiple people, you're basically saying that you're being one with this person and one with that person and one with that person. Mm -hmm. So you're having all these different covenants with all these different people, all these soul ties. And so when you're, I think what's very important is that before somebody gets married, Mm -hmm. they need to say a specific prayer that all those soul ties that they did, Mm -hmm. all those people that they had sex with, they need to break those soul ties. Because Mm -hmm. if not, it's going to follow you into your marriage. And Mm -hmm. people don't, a lot of people don't realize that. They're like, they're probably like wondering like why this is happening. Like why this person completely changed. My dad says somebody could be a complete angel when you're dating. But when you become married, they become a complete different person. It's Mm -hmm. because they have a lot of baggage because, you know, like in marriage, it's like what's mine is yours and what's yours is mine. Yeah. So when you become married and you become one, everything Mm -hmm. that that person was dealing with now becomes your like business. And everything that you're struggling with becomes their business. Yeah. And so. It's like those soul ties, like people don't understand like how important soul ties are. And that's one mm-hmm. thing, like before I get married, I don't need to know every person that uh, my husband's been with. I don't need to do that. Yeah. But I need to make sure that a specific prayer is prayed. That way, when we're in, when when we're married, like all those people, anybody that he's been <clears throat> with previously, it's not affecting our marriage type mm-hmm. of thing. So I think that's important too. like, it's ideal if both people are virgins yeah but that doesn't happen But it's like there's something that needs to be done before you get married about that situation so i feel like it's important to know that they've been with somebody before you don't need to know all the people but you need yeah. to know that you, when you come together you're praying and you're like you're breaking any generational curses, you're breaking any soul ties stuff like that because you don't yeah. want to enter into a marriage with all the baggage that doesn't need to be there
1: yeah I, I would say i i 100% agree i don't the body count for me isn't as important i do think it's mm. I think there I think there could be some importance in knowing that if this person you're with had sex before. Mm-hmm. Like that's I think that's an important thing mm-hmm. for us to to know and to kind of and understand and whatnot. I think that's important because sex is a huge thing. It's not merely just a physical act. It is a spiritual act mm-hmm. and it plays a role in our spirituality and our walk mm-hmm. with Christ. So I definitely think that's it's important. I, I understand the idea of strongholds. I get it. I think it's I I don't remember the scripture. I think it's 1 Corinthians mm-hmm. something. second corinthians something where he he talks about you know do you not know that you're uh becoming one with or or whatnot or whatever Mm -hmm. um i i get that idea i i kind of see soul ties more so as like a or not even soul ties i'd use the term more so strongholds Mm -hmm. versus soul ties just Mm -hmm. just for me just for my understanding Mm -hmm. because for me a huge part of it is um and I don't want to make like I don't want to draw a distinction between your spirit life and your mental life. I literally think they're intertwined. Mm-hmm. I think all of them are your physical, your mental, and your spiritual. But I definitely think your mental and your spiritual are far more intertwined than not. So I think again, it's good to acknowledge it. I think it's good to uh, pray, Lord, would you would you help me to get over uh, my past? Would you help me to break free from these things? But I also see it as like a day by day work.
0: Mm-hmm. Like sometimes
1: I feel like the idea, and I'm not just dis- uh, discounting that this. Thing could be true for some people too that they say this prayer, they break their soul tie, and they never struggle with previous sexual acts or trauma. You know, it doesn't, it no longer messes up their life anymore. But I also, but I would say that most people that I t- I talk to, most people that I, I get into a conversation with, it's a day by day thing. Mm. So it's like,
0: well, yes, about you're breaking dead, your right?
1: soul tie, but it's more mm. so of like a you're gonna struggle. There's certain things that you're gonna you struggle, struggle with, with sexually for the rest of your life whether you know whatever it may be will you get but again just because you're struggling with it doesn't mean that you're not getting stronger and better mm-hmm. it's just like weight lifting if i keep lifting up 45 pounds it's always going to be 45 pounds but i get i get stronger mm-hmm. so i oh so i so it get, becomes easier to lift but it's still there and it needs yeah. to be lifted and i think for so me I like i struggle
0: that. with every single year i struggle with depression mm-hmm. and um it started like that started like twenty seventeen has been ongoing every single year around the same time, mm. February.
1: That's crazy that it just starts in a year. Like, like twenty seventeen, it started but it like it stemmed
0: from something, it stemmed from trauma. Mm-hmm. So the trauma of me when I found out I had a lump in my my left breast. Mm-hmm. No, or right. And um that was very traumatic for me. And mm-hmm. the devil works through trauma. And so like when you're traumatized by something, it's easier for him to attack you. And yeah. so for that it whole experience of finding a lump. Having to do like biopsies, having to do like, ultrasounds, having to do surgery on it is a very traumatic experience. So every time it's like that anniversary of it comes around.
1: Yeah.
0: Like I can already feel the depression coming because like, like mom, my dad always said the devil deals with anniversaries. So whenever you have an anniversary of something that was traumatic to you, mm-hmm. like you start feeling those emotions again,
1: yeah. as
0: if you're going through the experience again. Yeah. So every single February, I know I have something to look out for. And even like, every single time around my birthday i start feeling that way again Mm -hmm. and so i always have to be on the lookout for it february and like around september october time Mm -hmm. so it's like the anniversaries of those things yeah and so it's very that the experience because it's like it's not this because i never dealt with depression when i was younger Mm -hmm. but it's i started dealing with it after that experience because i i became very um sad about the situation and in, in a way depressed but it's it was a very traumatic experience, and I feel like because of that traumatic experience, I've been struggling with depression on and off yeah. throughout the years. So it's like I always have to be on the lookout for it, and I always have to be like, notice, okay, what are the signs yeah. that you know depression is coming on again, and I have to like try to fight yeah. it. And I feel like it's it's gonna be something that I struggle with every single year. Yeah. It's not like I still say my prayers; I still pray and ask God for strength. Yeah. But I feel like it's just like people that struggle with sexual sin; mm-hmm. like they're gonna constantly struggle with it. But it's just like they, they have to just keep pushing forward keep pushing, in faith. Yeah. Just like I struggle with depression and I'm just going to have to keep on, you know, yeah. pushing, pushing forward with it.
1: Yeah. And and that's kind of how I view soul ties in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like I do believe that there is a level of, um, there's a level of, I don't know, connectedness. I don't want to say connectedness, but there's a level of, there's something going on yeah. beyond just the physical act when yes. you have sex with somebody. But I also believe like, you know, that's, because you did that, that memory or whatever it may be may always be a part of you, mm-hmm. even whether it's subconsciously or not, and that's just something you have to work through day to day until you know until God calls us home and we're glorified. That is true. So yeah, I, yeah. So uh, I feel you, man. You know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah, and um, so I just I don't know, cause I don't have any experience with anything, and like even just like okay, so I had my my boyfriend came over and oh, no. we had dinner. Boyfriend? <laughs> yeah. Is this Josh
1: you never told me he was boyfriend
0: yes he's boyfriend now all right okay yeah the status has has become official it's not facebook we'll we'll um, have we'll have
1: some more talks about that off off the (laughs) wax he's
0: like my older brother that's about to lecture me yeah we'll talk about that off the (laughs) wax
1: okay go (laughs) ahead
0: all right so yeah he came over and so when he was about to leave um he didn't know whether or not uh we're supposed to kiss or not because i already told him like I've never dated um, anybody before. I don't have any experience, and so for him, like he's very, he was very standoffish about. It. He didn't know whether or not he, I wanted him to do that, and I did. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you did want I, him to kiss you? Yes, I Whoa. did.
0: But <laughs> he, Whoa. Didn't, he wasn't sure. <laughs> he wasn't sure. Biska, like,
1: you like kissing? <laughs>
0: whoa <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but yeah he wasn't sure and so like we had to talk about it like what like what are our boundaries like what what does what do i expect from him like what are what am i okay with because he doesn't know what I, what i what i'm okay with and what i'm not okay with type of thing because like everything is completely new to him and for him for him he's had a relationship before and for me i've never had one so it's like he's we're trying to figure out each other's boundaries type of way and like so my thing is like how do you figure out each other's boundaries is it just a conversation or it's like i don't know like how do you figure that out like what are your boundaries like is it like you completely can't do anything or you can do stuff but you just have to be careful about the stuff you're doing type of thing yeah
1: i mean obviously there's no straightforward answer again this is gonna vary from individual to individual there are some hard lines that need to be drawn obviously But within those hard lines, there are other lines that vary uh, from individual to to individual. So it could be a spectrum. Again, for the people who there are like, believe it or not, there are some people who do not struggle with like sex in the same way that one individual may struggle with it. Some people are able to hold hands and they can hold hands and lather each other's hands and they perfectly fine. No, no temptation. There's other people who will hold hands and an erection is formed <laughs> and whatever it may be with the woman, you know what I'm saying? There's, wow! And there's some people who can cuddle and they're fine cuddling and, mm-hmm. you know, they're good to go. There's other people who cuddle. If they cuddle, it's a wrap, you know what I'm saying? Oh. We're doing it. So oh, there's okay. more, like the spectrum is, you know, we can be alone, we can't be alone. Like mm-hmm. the spectrum is, is very, you know, it changes for everyone. So I, w- I would definitely say it's something you got to kind of take it day by day with. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to pray about, and then you got to just be honest with what you're feeling. Um, if you feel that yourself is getting, can I say the H word? Horny? Yes. You <laughs> okay. can say that. Yeah, I got to make I sure. Was like, what is the H word? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you feel like, yo, I am, I am prone to getting horny. I'm prone to getting turned on when I'm around mm-hmm. this guy. Then you probably, you know, want to limit uh the settings in which you're around this guy if you know yeah. that you get horny so it's probably not good to be around this guy at 10 30 at night laid mm-hmm. up on the couch with no one else there and you guys are sitting there watching all the sex scenes from game of thrones it's oh. probably not, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> it's that may not be the yeah. greatest idea yeah. sipping wine that may not be the greatest idea yeah. so maybe okay I, I realize that i am I, i'm turned on so i probably need to tone it down a little bit But i
0: feel like if i'm a, if he's my boyfriend and i'm attracted i'm gonna be turned on by him like yep. but if it's if it's a guy friend, I'm not turned on by my guy friend because we're not in a relationship. Yeah. So so if he's my boyfriend, I, of course, I'm, I'm turned on by him. Mm-hmm. Um, And also it was like wh- he became my boyfriend for a reason. I, w- I was attracted to him. Mm-hmm. And so, you know what I mean? It's like I've already pictured whether or not I wanted to have sex with him or not, because if <laughs> yeah. I don't want to have sex with you, then I won't. I don't I wouldn't want to be with you. Yeah, like, yeah. it's like yeah. if you're not attracted to that person, if you don't you don't see yourself having sex with them, then like I don't. I don't see like
1: all right so yeah there there's there's the idea of definitely being attracted to somebody, but then there's also just because you're attracted to them doesn't mean you're always gonna be horny, like there are times where true. you're really horny, like if you guys happen to be walking through the mall together, right, you're probably not horny, but mm. you are attracted to him, yeah, but if you guys then go to the house and you're sitting on the couch and his arm is around you and you're leaning on the inside of his shoulder, mm. you're probably gonna start getting horny, so there's like attraction that, which is probably always there mm. but then there's i'm horny right now oh and i see i here, see the context alone, yeah. of what produces this horniness oh, so maybe okay. i should so cut maybe it down we should, yeah okay. yeah maybe okay if he's gonna come over and he's gonna stay till 11 o'clock let me make sure that we're not going in my room let me make sure he only can do that if my roommate is there i do want to be here by myself with him but uh I, i'm gonna hang out in the living room my roommate is in her room and she has the freedom to open the door come in and come out whenever she wants but i do want her to stay in her room though Don't come out and hang without, don't come out and And hang hang out with us on the couch, Mm -hmm. but just know that, Hey, this is what I struggle with. So from time to time, just have, you have the freedom of coming out, just checking, just checking really quick. So it's kind of, again, but it's going to vary from each individual. Mm -hmm. So you got to kind of figure that out for yourself, um, between you and him. And you, you know, you guys have to have that conversation because he's going to have his own weaknesses. He's going to have his own deceptions because a lot of times we think that we can handle being alone, but come on now and again that's for me like yeah. i had to learn like what i can handle and what i can't handle and i had to learn that by falling you know what i'm saying so like i'm to a point where now i can. i'm starting to be become a lot better with knowing what i can handle and what i can't handle a situation so it's going to vary from each individual
0: mm, that's true because that it's like to me it's like a a daily mm. learning process because i'm mm. like i have no idea what i'm doing yeah. And so like even when I, when I pray to God, I'm like, I literally just say, God, God I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> like, I, do, I, I don't. There you go. I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. And so it's like I'm just taking it a day at a time. And like sometimes I, I try to read books about it, like like books on relationships so or I, I try to watch videos about it. You know, that's the only way I can get information. It's like by reading mm-hmm. or like watching videos I, yeah. It's because I have no personal experience. Yeah.
1: Have those hard lines, though. There are some hard lines that we just know we shouldn't do. Uh, shacking up as believers
0: that, that is a, you live in together? living together
1: no. or even playing house together which means i'm sleeping over a lot and things mm. like that those those are for me those are hard lines that i think that a believer shouldn't cross because it's mm. again some some people will say where is the scripture where it says that sleeping in the same bed is a sin you're right there isn't a scripture that that says that i know what you're gonna I think go to all things you're gonna
0: for me right is that not that even that one that, no, some about? people
1: will say the marriage bed is undefiled. they'll say that like a scripture like that and that's mm. okay, true, but where is the actual scripture that says we're not allowed to shack up? Where is the actual scripture that says we shouldn't sleep in the same bed? All these different types of things. Mm. And there isn't an, a specific scripture that says those things.
0: I think one better one would be like, um, don't put yourself in a situation of temptation: That's more
1: of it yeah, yeah that's temptation because that's it. it's
0: like the temptation is there because you yep, put yourself. And you you're know like that yourself... one like God always provides a way of escape yeah and so you're putting yourself in the fire yeah and when god has already created a situation where you stay out the fire mm-hmm. like you're pushing the boundaries and you're pushing the line and if you keep pushing the boundaries, you're about to fall off the cliff so i'm gonna need you to do it to scoot back
1: yeah and i believe it's like proverbs where it's like can a man uh put fire on his lap or embrace fire mm. and not get, get burned? burned and the uh-huh. idea is like can you put yourself in a very difficult situation over and over but yet never struggle with that situation mm-hmm. you know never str- fall in that situation is just it's, no it's gonna happen yeah. if you keep if you shack up with your girlfriend and you guys are living together but you're not married mm. you're gonna have sex it's, it's gonna yeah. like you can't fool me like i'm not yeah. still, i know i know I, I, as a guy who's had sex you're gonna have sex if you're living with your girl yeah. you're gonna have sex if you're consistently sleeping in the same bed yeah. because you guys are, you're gonna cuddle so it's just gonna happen yeah. and wisdom would say that So, I mean, those are some hard lines, again, that I would draw for myself that Mm -hmm. I think that would be wise for everyone else to draw um, just to help them uh, pursue. Because, again, it's not really avoiding. It's not about really avoiding something. Mm -hmm. It's more so about pursuing holiness. Like we're chasing after God. We're chasing after holiness and righteousness Mm -hmm. and the joy that goes along with that. So a lot of times it's this idea of what are the boundaries, which which I get. But at the same time, we got to remember that we're not really avoiding per se we're more so pursuing something so if we can fix our minds on Mm. pursuing holiness and pursuing god together what does that look like versus Uh avoiding having sex because Sex is a great and beautiful thing like that's just that you want to do it within the context of marriage but you want to do it within the context of marriage
0: and i think um one thing that christians should be careful of is just because you guys got engaged you're not married yet yeah so some of them think that oh he put a ring on it now we're free to go no like Mm -hmm. you have not said your vows you have not signed any papers. Y'all are not married. Okay. Right. <laughs> being engaged is not the same thing as being married. People, I, I'm a
1: fan of being engaged for the shortest amount of time. Uh, like, like, me listen, too. Get, be engaged. As a matter of fact, get the marriage license if you really want to, depending on your yes. context, and have the wedding a little later. Like mm-hmm. who told us that we have to have it in this specific order? No, mm-hmm. and there's no order for it. Yeah. If you hey, get engaged, get your marriage license. And, and then when then you guys can married. afford a wedding, if you guys want to have a wedding, have it, mm-hmm. then do it after. Yeah. But you know, there's nothing wrong with that at all. So I'm a fan of a short engagement period. I am not married yet, but I'm just saying in general, I'm a fan of a short engagement period. Same. Um,
0: I yeah. don't see why you have to drag it out unless yeah, you just don't, don't have the money. Be, unless, yeah, you yeah, unless you don't you have just the
1: money. Don't have, and again, if you just don't have the money, but you love this person and you're ready, you can get your marriage. You don't have to have a wedding. Like those are things that are just
0: it's to, for family if, and friends. Yeah, it's not you can celebrate
1: you. your marriage without having a specific big thirty thousand dollar, twenty thousand dollar wedding. Have your get your get engaged. Have a like maybe invite people over the house and celebrate together. And again, when you when you guys are financially there, you can have a wedding to celebrate and take pictures and all that. Yeah. But again, I know that's counterculture. That's not something we really hear in culture. But I'm just saying, if you're like, hey, I'm burning with lust. You feel me? I'm horny every time I see my girl every time i see my man all right
0: go ahead and get married yeah and then have a wedding later
1: when you can yeah. afford it
0: i think that's that, that's a good idea like some people have been doing that i mean i mm-hmm. feel like sometimes maybe people feel the pressure of like oh i have to have a wedding but what if mm-hmm. you don't want to like yeah. you know what i mean like you can just literally just have a small wedding just have the really important people sometimes like why are you invo- like listen if the person that's like when it comes to invitations for my side of the family if you have never seen me cry or if you've i've never like spoken <laughs> to you on for more than 20 minutes yeah you're not coming to my wedding yeah like don't feel like you're like i should give you an invitation because <laughs> you're not highly invested in my life okay
1: you gotta it's, you gotta do video man your facial <laughs> expressions are so funny <laughs> your facial <laughs> expressions are so funny i get it from my mom <laughs> like
0: I, I made a tiktok video the other day i was like saying like I'm very nice, but my facial my face is so disrespectful.
1: Yo, earlier when we were at Bentos, and he was like, "Did you guys order this soup?" You're like, "No."
0: I was like, <laughs> "I was like, Dave." Sorry, I
1: didn't. <laughs> you were like, "No." I was like, "Dave." I was asking. Have to be
0: rude. Like, no, because like I was talking to you, and I was trying to get my train of thought, and he just interrupted my train of thought. I was like, "No," like because like I get hilarious. distracted so easily, and so when somebody interrupts me, yeah. I like I completely forget what I'm saying. I was yeah. like,
1: "Dang." I really think that's a island i'm not not even just say island i'm not you know i'm nigerian so i just i see that a lot in a lot of people from the islands even in filipinos i see like where where they're 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 just the way they express themselves sometimes can be just hard and not hard as in mean but it's just like a level of certainty with it, yeah. like no, I don't want that. And they're not being mean; they're just saying no. Oh, yeah. Or there's a no with a yucky face, no, <laughs> ew. You know
0: what I'm saying? But you're not trying to be mean; not you're just no. like ugh, disgusting. You know what I'm
1: saying? I see that a lot. That's oh, kind of hilarious, man. It's honestly funny.
0: Oh man. But yeah, my facial expression, I get it from my Me and my sisters all have, like, I have no purple face. So, like, yeah. if whatever I'm feeling is going to be written all over my face, that's why I, I try to avoid certain situations. Because if, my, if, my, if what I'm saying doesn't tell the truth, my face is going to tell the You're truth. Fit.
1: That's hilarious, man. Yeah. I think that's so funny. Uh, I'm like that to a certain degree. When I disagree with something wholeheartedly, I'm just like, no. Like, it yeah. depends on who I'm talking to, too. If I'm talking to someone that really knows me, then I'm definitely going to do that. But if I'm talking to someone who doesn't know me as much i'll probably lighten it up a little bit Mm -hmm. but i'm talking to someone who doesn't know me and they're asking me about something that i feel strongly about i'll be like no ill bro no Mm -hmm. never like i'll (laughs) say things like that you know but yeah so i get it man that's funny
0: yeah but i would like to do videos for my podcast It's just like trying to get all that stuff getting all the equipment man take a look
1: at this really quick just so you can know where we're at at? obviously i'll edit this part out is that 36 yeah 36 minutes just so that's not too
0: bad I think we right. talked about a lot. Like I had a list of, uh, let's see, the list of what we were supposed to talk about. Abstinence until I'm marriage. I'm looking at it. We did that. Um, sex before majesty, sexual compatibility. Did a little bit of that. Breaking soul ties with previous partners. That. Keeping and setting boundaries <laughs> with your partner. Yeah. I think, yeah, okay. we did everything. you
1: squeezing a funny thing right in between there. We're yes. not going to talk <laughs> about that, but that's funny. <laughs> I was just <laughs> squeezing there. Oh, but, my God. But yeah, man. That can, be a whole, that can be a whole nother episode. Yes, it can. And I really feel like I have to do a bit more research on certain things just so i can when it comes to like talking especially on topics like that i definitely need to like have dates in mind really understand the context of those conversations and why people feel the way they feel before i really comment on it but that'd be a great conversation for another time
0: yeah for another time i really like having like guests and stuff on on my podcast like because sometimes it's nice to to hear other people's perspective on things Mm because i don't for me, I like to learn from other people. Mm-hmm. I don't really care like if they're older than me or younger than me. Yep. Like there's always something that I can learn from somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I always seek out advice. Like for me, whenever I'm gonna make a decision,
1: mm-hmm. like
0: I I'm a huge fan of pro con lists. And mm-hmm. then after my pro con list, I ask for advice. Like I, I call it my dad, I call it my mom. Then I, I, I call up depend on the situation and the person. So if it was about dating and I'm trying to get the guy's perspective, I call you or I call Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm trying to get a perspective of it just, it kind of depends on what it is. Like I always ask for advice first and then I make a decision. So it's not like me just going, I'm just making a decision. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I just always ask for advice. Like, you know, the Bible talks about wisdom yeah. and I'm huge in like being wise about certain decisions. Like yeah. I got to pray about it. I got to make my pro con list. I don't know why I just like making a list. I'm, I'm, I'm type a about stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah <I> <laughs> but, you. um, yeah, I just like checking stuff off. And looks pretty. <laughs> so, like, even my the thing I sent you looks like little yes. list. So. It is a nice
1: little list. Well, yeah. you got the little uh, bullet boxes, points. bullet yes. points, whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah, man, That's what's up, man?
0: But yeah, uh, it was a great podcast episode. It's just like having a conversation, just like talking. Um, but I think it's time to wrap it up. And you know,
1: whenever you're ready, yeah. Like
0: setting boundaries in relationships, I think for the most part there could probably be a part two to this, but it's kind of like a series, so. The first episode, it was like on online dating. You know what? Funny, you just told me that you met your girlfriend through online dating yeah, through Hinge, yeah. mm-hmm. and I met my boyfriend through um, Facebook dating.
1: Facebook dating. I was okay. saying
0: like, Facebook dating. Like, listen, people, if you want to find somebody. <laughs> because i 'cause I've been on Facebook dating. I've been on Upward and I've been on Christian Mingle. Okay. When it comes Christian to the best oh my When it comes to the best looking guys, number one would be Facebook dating, number two would be Upward, and number three would be Christian Mingle. The best <laughs> looking guys that I've seen so far that I've talked to without Facebook dating. And they were really nice. Yeah. Um so yeah, I think facebook dating is really nice upward is okay but it's a newer app i never
1: heard of upward yeah i
0: heard yeah. it um, through my friend ashley and then i heard about it through the like he was promoting it on tiktok like i saw his oh, video oh you know
1: that's so funny me, yeah given the and so like i just saw the video on like, and, like 20 years
0: yeah so that's like funny. yeah he's like, like if you want to if you're a christian single you want to meet somebody you know like you want to like that's what i thought it, that it was, was so
1: like, funny like crazy married made like 15 yeah. 20 years but it's like if
0: he's promoting it then it's like, oh, ooh, let me try this. The yeah. cray said it was okay. Yeah, so, that's so funny. To yeah, me. I, that, like I saw the ad on there, and that's when, I, like, Ashley had already told me about it, and I saw the ad with the client, I'm like, ooh, you know, let me go sign up for Upward. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I met Josh through Facebook dating, and I think that one is, I like Facebook dating. And there's, like, some there's some guys that I've talked to on there that I didn't end up in the, like, dating, but more like friends. And so there's somebody else that I met on there, like, he's really good, he's friend like he's nice to talk to he's very encouraging but it it didn't lead into like a dating thing and i feel yeah. like if you want to find like a guy friend like somebody that you can talk to and have a, advice i feel like facebook dating is good to find friends and it's also good to find like dating relationships
1: i tell you what guys are going on there for i know they're not trying to find friends on there
0: exactly Unless but like friends with benefits i know you know what there's one there. guy it's that there's one benefits. guy that talked to me like he's like what are you looking for like the first question immediately he's like oh so what are you looking for i'm like our relationship he's like oh i'm looking for friends with benefits i'm like i'm sorry i'm not that type of girl and <laughs> it's like well if you change your mind i'm like no i'm not going to change my mind i'm sorry <laughs> i don't there's no changing oh, my mind on that one
1: that's funny yeah that is hilarious okay well yeah
0: but i guess that's where we leave off well once again, this has been season three, episode two of the Simply Mishka podcast. Thank you, Brian, for all the advice. Thank you for having me, he's like Thank the older brother that me. I never had because oh, I have all sisters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's only one year older than me. Yeah, so fine. but he's still older, yeah. so his older brother.
1: There you go. Yeah, there you go. But
0: I really enjoy this episode. We got to talk again about many very different topics. We even recorded an episode before, but then that never came out.
1: Yeah, I don't even know where that's I still, at. I still have it on my computer. I recorded it. I still
0: have it. I mean, it's still there, but we have to re-record and do other things cuz that yeah, was a yeah. different time. That was yeah. we thought different things. I thought a different way. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. but yeah, once again this is Mishka and Brian and this is the Simply Mishka podcast. All right. Bye.